Today we're going to consider the situation where a client has purchased a property, they have rented out the property from the day of purchase, they then move into the property later on, they make it their main residence, they live in the property as their main residence, and then ultimately they sell. So the question is, what are the capital gains tax implications on that sale? Now, the first question that is generally asked is, is it possible for the client to be able to reset the cost base to the market value on the date that they moved into the property? And unfortunately, the answer to that is no. The rule that they are thinking about is what's called the first use to produce income rule. And that rule says that you are allowed to reset the cost base to market value when the property is first used to produce income. You know, provided that uh, on that particular date, that if a sale had occurred, then the entire amount of the capital gain would be tax-free. Now, in this situation, where they have moved, where they have rented the property from purchase, then the first use to produce income rule won't apply because the first use of producing income was when they originally purchased the property. So what happens then? Well, basically, the capital gains tax is calculated uh, apportionately. So we look at the total period of ownership, so from original acquisition, number of days, to when the property is sold. We look at the period for which it was used for income-producing purposes, so in this situation from the original purchase date to when they moved into the property. Uh, and that then, or that figure, the, the first figure, divided by the total period of ownership will give us a percentage. What we then need to do is calculate the capital gain. Now the capital gain is calculated from the original purchase price uh, compared to the sales price. So the sales price less the purchase price will give us a capital gain. We multiply that capital gain by the percentage that we have calculated previously, and that will give us what's called an assessable capital gain. Now, if the property has been held for more than 12 months, we will be able to multiply that by 50%, and that resulting calculation will give us the assessable capital gain that we'll need to include in our income tax return. So that's basically how it works. We'll talk about in another podcast the concept of third element costs and how in this particular situation, third element costs may actually help us to reduce even further the capital gain on the sale. I hope you've enjoyed the episode.